I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender. Yes, about gender, identity, orientation, and the circus that happens all around it. Yeah, it's really dark in here. Yeah, it is dark. It doesn't seem any darker than usual when we have to turn all the noisy lights off to make a recording. Yeah, but we've been kind of spoiled the past month or so. We've been able to make daylight recordings because we've been able to hand off our children to other people. Well, we we didn't make a daylight recording earlier this week. We had more candles on, I thought. Yes, candles and rolls of LED lights and yeah. Yeah, because if it's really, really dark, then I'll just start snoring while we're talking to the microphone. (laughs) That wouldn't work out so well. No, it wouldn't. Uh, My voice doesn't sound right to me lately. It's probably a picky trans thing, (laughs) but it doesn't sound right. It, maybe my ears are clogged or something. It could be that. It it has been fluctuating a little bit lately by pitch and by resonance. Well, so, I don't like it. I'm sorry. Oh, well. I don't think it cares whether or not you like it. No, it does not. Damn it. But the circus just has not stopped. Yeah, there's no... Kids are a pain. I'm just shrugging my shoulders. Not that the microphone knows this, but I am. Yeah. I'm too tired to do anything else about it. Yeah. We had number two's visitation going pretty steadily for a while. His other mom was available. And number one and three, their visitation has been steady for quite some while. And it was nice to actually get a couple weekends to ourselves, alternate weekends. But the problem with that is that the other environments are less structured. And then they start having difficulties when they come home and... There's nothing new here. Same circus tricks as usual. Yes. Yes. Except that it seems to be new to the teachers. Well, he's giving them the business more, and that's number number two child is uh-huh. amping it up. And I, I'm not certain if if his meds aren't working as well or something. But yeah. at the same time, he also is possibly getting a change in services, which may not be what we were looking for right now. That is correct. The school district has been auditing IEPs. They've been going through and double-checking that each kid actually is receiving the services to which they are entitled. Individualized educational plan. IEP. Yes. Which I think is a really good thing that they're doing that, that they're going through and double-checking that kids are actually having their needs met. Yes. But they're checking a piece of paper. They are. And a piece of paper does not tell you everything about a child. It just tells you what they've been able to document about a child. Right. So they have to do some kind of testing for him. And we do have the neuropsychological evaluation that indicates that even if he does better, that he is to continue services, which they did. um, So they they sent this letter home saying they have to re- evaluate him mm-hmm. due to the audits. Yes. And I signed it and sent it back, and I sent them an email saying, you know, this is what the neuropsych eval says. And they, they said what you said. Well, they, they know that, and if he doesn't qualify for the current services, they would put him in resources. I don't know that resources will handle all of it, but then a few days later we get another paper 
Yes. That says they want to send him to... An in-school counseling group. Yes, for... For social skills and mood management and appropriate behavior, self-modification. Right, because he really has been giving them a rough time lately. Like saying that he's going to the bathroom and then instead of waiting for the other child to come out of the bathroom, he pushes the bathroom door in and hits the other kid who's still in there so hard that it gives him a bump on the head. And um, then he gets mad about it and tells everybody where to go. Yeah. Really thoroughly. You're not allowed to call teachers motherfuckers. No. It just doesn't turn out well for you, really. It's frowned upon. It generally is. It's not going to accomplish your goals. It should be frowned upon. It should be. I I frowned a lot. You did frown a lot. I did. And so did the principal and all the teachers, and quite understandably so, and eventually so did number two child. And he he went back and apologized and handled it, but the, the group, the therapy group is so he can learn how to manage that better. You know, in some places, they would blame anything your kid's doing on, well, those are the queers, or that kind of stuff. Man, them queer people, they should not raise kids. See how they turn out? (laughs) Yeah, you would have seen how you turned out if we didn't. But anyhow, (laughs) but his school is definitely, I I don't pick up anything like that. No. They they communicate with us enough and they seem to get that we are on it with him. mm -hmm. We're doing all the things we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We understand what they're saying and we want them to follow through. Yes. And then... What, what he had done right before they sent that next paper was he oh, something gosh. else had gone wrong, and he was charging at somebody, which he does to me all the time at home. He'll come charging at me. Yes, he had gotten in trouble for chewing the tin foil that had been around his lunch, which we won't It's send. aluminum, dear. There's no tin, not in your lifetime, but go ahead. <laughs> he was chewing the metal foil that had been wrapped around his lunch. <laughs> And that's the last time that we wrap his lunch in foil. Yes. you. We had another burrito in the <laughs> fridge. that I had, I had wrapped them in foil to keep them warmer when they went to gymnastics. But, yeah, we removed that, and that won't happen again. Nope. So he was chewing the tin foil, and the teachers told him not to. And he decided to give them trouble about it. And he wandered off down the hall from the lunchroom. And then he was sitting outside of his special ed classroom, which because it was lunch, he was not supposed to be in the classroom. He was supposed to be at lunch or at recess. But instead, he was sitting on the floor outside the classroom. And when the teachers came to discuss the situation with him, he did try to charge them, which he does that on occasion. He's tried to charge me more than a few times. Here's what I don't understand about the charging thing. This is just behavioral analysis, but... It never works for him, no. yet he does it anyway. So I can only figure he's he's in his brainstem. He's totally in his brainstem. And so it's a fight or flight, and he's going to charge at you. And if he doesn't win the fight, then he's still on the move. <laughs> yes, his fight or flight response is always going to go with fight, no matter what. That's just the way his brain is wired. And well, and then he he was running, and they were afraid he was going to elope. They weren't sure exactly where he was going to end up since he was a crazed caveman. 
Yes. When you have a kid who is acting irrationally, you have to make sure that the child stays within the school building and on the school grounds. Yeah. And so when he starts running past them in the direction of the front door, which is also in the direction of the office, you need to clarify with the child, where are you going before you let them past? So it seems to me they, they might need to get him a spot to go to mm-hmm. so that they will know where he's going <laughs> and he will know where he's going. And that will solve a lot of the problem because he is going to do this. He He's done this to me recently when we were leaving Cub Scouts and he was mad and he took off outside and I was somewhat concerned, but it's a, you know, it's a, it's a residential area. There's not a lot of traffic on the street we were on. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think he was going to go too far, but he was just giving me trouble about it. Right. I mean, when your kid bolts out the door like a, a rabid creature <laughs> and he's supposed to be listening to your instructions. Right. It's disconcerting. What it can I say? Is. And we had a guest for dinner a short while ago who, was a professional at dealing with troubled children. And through discussion of not our children in particular, he was saying that children who are looking for attention like that and children who feel so easily threatened like that, if you imagine their brain like a car radio, adults and most rational people will have a preference for a certain station on the radio. You want to listen to talk. You want to listen to news. You want to listen to country. You want to listen to rock. Children like that do not have a preference for a particular station. They have a preference for a particular volume. Doesn't matter what they're listening to. They want it damn loud. All the time or just at that moment? Pretty much all the time, but more so when they feel agitated. He was listening to music today on his phone. Those are my air quotes. This is the phone with which he dialed 911, but That's it's not yeah, from the kids, <laughs> the kids program, but but it's deactivated. It's yeah. not a phone. Well, I let him have it today to occupy him for a while under my supervision, but I've not been letting him take it anywhere that he will dial 911 and cause a problem. No, and he's been giving us a little bit of trouble about that. And we've tried to talk to him about... You can't talk to him. If you act nice about no, you will get more yes. You've been saying that to all of our kids a lot. And go ahead, repeat yourself all the time. Let them get bored with it. It's okay with me. I'm bored with their nonsense, so... Me too. And with number one and number three, they seem to understand that. And that, I think, is why number three stayed in bed tonight. Because she asked for music, and I said, it's too late for music right now. So the answer is no, but act nice about no, and you'll get more yes. And she says, okay, I love you, good night. Yeah, that one's got her radio stations picked up. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) she does. So, there you go. And he understands it, too, when he's not in crisis mode. Right, and I can talk to him about that he's not too take off somewhere and that he needs to pick a place that he's going to be that everyone will know is safe if he is feeling like a wild man. Mm-hmm. So we we shall see what happens with that. But I, I'm just super glad that our queerness and my transness and our differentness is not an issue. 
with yes the kids teachers or schools at all yes and a lot of those teachers do know our story even though to much of the community we look like just a cisgender straight couple doing our best with some messed up kids a lot of that staff knows us from previous history because i used to teach up there and so it would be very easy for that history to become a difficulty if anyone were of a persuasion to be prejudiced or bigoted. And I don't know which of them do or do not know any of that. Mm -hmm. But I'm able to clearly see that they're able to focus on what our kid needs and what's going on with the kid and communicating that with us, knowing that we are going to support that. And speaking of which, I do need to write back from the last Thursday thing where he was, they were worried about him taking off. Yes. Because... I, I didn't write back yet because it was Thursday when she wrote that and she said they weren't going to be there Friday. Right. So I didn't. I need to do it tonight. Okay. That makes sense. I think it would be good to suggest and help him learn a safe sign to indicate to them when he doesn't have enough words or when he is so lost in that emotion that he cannot verbalize. I am going to my safe space now. Right, and, and maybe I can teach him wait, and he might be able to yell wait at them. He'd be yelling it, but they'd know what that he was trying to wait and mm -hmm. that they should wait too. Yes. My concern with that is that he has the social skill to use it as a manipulative tool. Once he has learned it and used it a few times appropriately, that he has taken other things like that before and turn them around to use them inappropriately. Well, yeah. I'm trying to think of something he doesn't do that with, but <laughs> um, it would still be better for them to have to discern which of those he was doing than to wonder if he's about to take off. That makes sense. That's bigger concern for them. That's fair. So there's all our kid problems that we're willing to dump on the microphone for now. <laughs> Yeah, there's more kid problems, but you said you didn't want to talk about the mess. So we'll save that one for that's another just, day. That's not even kid problems. That's just <laughs> my family. Your family. And that, that day. So what made you happy today? <laughs> this well, is something we do at the dinner table usually, but yeah. we didn't have dinner table time today. No. No, we don't on Sunday because you have Bible study. Right. Okay, so I was really happy when I got him to do his homework because he wanted to do something else, and I said I would do those things with him after he finished his homework. And then when he was almost done with his homework, his mommy called. And you didn't have to do those other things. Well, I did. No, I did do those other things. Okay. The point is that he got to spend some time with her, and I spent a couple hours without everybody saying, Dad, 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 every one point three seconds. So. Although you did, until you took a nap, have that back of the mind fear or expectation or anxiety about some kid is going to pop out from somewhere and say, Dad, can you do this? Can I do that? Can you do it for me? Can you wipe my butt? One of those things. No, I don't know. no more butt wiping. Those are the requests I get. Yeah. Yeah. So that made me happy. Yes. That I got him to do that homework, and then his mommy called him. He kept bugging me to 
call her. And I said, I don't know if she can call you, talk to you right now, but I'll send her a text and she'll call you when, when she can. Yes. So that was great because he was very happy. And he told her on the phone, she says, you know, she's asking him about his day. And she, and he says, it is so boring. <laughs> and, you know, basically dad's house is very boring. And please can, like, she, he, she rescued him basically. <laughs> so that's fine. Well, it is boring here, but they tend to respond well to the routine, even if they do find it less than exciting. After a weekend of having this one-on-one -on -one time with you and the time of just being able to relax and only have one set of input from one set of parents and not from siblings and not from classmates and just have one consistent set of expectations between the two of us, he seems to have settled down a lot over the course of this weekend. Well, let's hope it sticks for tomorrow. I can tell you the other thing that made me happy was even though he was totally jumped up on sugar because my aunt, she she did it. She taunted oh, me when I picked him up. She taunted gosh. me. I gave him cookies. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, well, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. She did that when I was a kid. She gave us cookies and candy and we we terrorized our parents. Maybe not quite the same way, but in any case. I suggest that we feed him cookies before he goes over there next time. <laughs> say, we gave him cookies. I'm not down for trying to get back at her because no. she'll just, then he's more apt to fight with her and that's uncomfortable for him. And mm -hmm. we don't, we don't have, no, any, we, we don't do even have, actually an, do we don't have any cookies to give him anyway. So no, there. we don't. So, there. so anyhow, at least I knew because when he was supposed to read before bed, I said, I'm going to have you read a book to me so I can give you another check mark on mm -hmm. your homework form because he owes a lot of reading because we did not get it done last week. And we've been having a hard time getting work done during the week. So I went and got him one of the Star Wars phonics books, which you bought those for him like two years ago. Yes, when he was first starting kindergarten the first time. Yes. And it was way beyond him. Like he couldn't even recognize alphabet letters. At that point, At that our point. activity in that book was... How many A's are on this page? It wasn't even sound out the word. It was, can you recognize what a letter A is supposed to look like? Well, it's good that we have these books. There's a bunch of them in that little box. Mm -hmm. It's a phonics approach, although I don't know that I'm the person to teach phonics, but <laughs> anyhow... <laughs> Can, um, can I just interject? Yes, go ahead. That when he was reading his homework earlier, where he's supposed to use word stems, and in this case, the stem was I-L-L, ill, and he's supposed to put like mill and fill and bill and till, and you were correcting him because he was saying mel and fell, and I was like, is that anything like milk? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I said, I'm not the person to be teaching these things. <laughs> However... What I liked was he was reading the Star Wars book to me, and he was willing to do it because he likes the topic. Yes. And he read the book to me. Granted, he was a crazy man on sugar. I said, what did you eat for dinner? He told me cookies. He might have. <laughs> did he have any protein? I tried to feed him other food. He wouldn't. <sighs> and he was slap happy, and I thought, let me get this done before he crashes. He was reading the book to me. And when he'd say something wrong, 
like he'd read many blah 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 and then the next sentence starts with many again and he'd say many the first time but the second time he'd say maybe and then I'd ask him how that word changed from many to maybe and it was hilarious how about that for (laughs) H-I-L it's hilarious (laughs) it was it was beyond silly with him it was it was really wacky he he was laughing so hard i enjoy when he is able to take his own mistakes as a source of humor instead of a source of frustration although lately he has gotten a little bit showy about that he'll make a big show of hitting himself on the face he gets a little manicky too yeah so he'd go to read goes and then he'd read the next one it would be grows and i asked him where the r was and that was the funniest thing in the world and you know, so he'd laugh and laugh and laugh, but he read the whole book to me. That's awesome. And see, and and you know, like in the Bob books, he'd read Bob or Kit or something, and Matt sat. And then the next page, he didn't remember who the guys were, and he couldn't read their names again. But he can read Anakin's name over and over, and he's totally going to remember that. Yes, he knows who's flying the pod racer. That's awesome. Even if he doesn't know the words and he could remember words that he liked like racer and blast (laughs) and stuff like that Uh uh-huh like a lot of times he's trying to read a word and you can tell his his he's thinking somewhere in part of his brain he's thinking do i have to know what the hell this word is anyway (laughs) and then when i tell him the word is blast i see the little lights go on he's interested now (laughs) yeah That's great. That's one of my words. Reminds me of the comic I saw about the math teacher getting the question, are we going to have to know this math? And the math teacher fantasizing about becoming a billionaire by taking advantage of kids who didn't know math. (laughs) I haven't seen that one, but that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, after I, when I picked him up, my aunt says I fed him cookies and I'm like, okay, thanks for the warning. And, um, then he gets in the car, and he's, I don't know what he's doing back there. And then all of a sudden, like part of the way home, which is all of five or seven minutes. Yes. He says, wait, where are we going? <laughs> and I said, to our house. He says, what's happening there? And I said, Bible study. And he goes, now? <laughs> And I said, yes. He says, well, what are they doing? And I said, talking. He said, where are they talking? And I said, I'm not there, but I, they were in the kitchen when I left. And he says, <laughs> the kids? And I said, no, there's no kids tonight. And he says, no kids? Only people are there? <laughs> and I said, yes. <laughs> Only people, no kids. So that's that, wonderful. That was very funny. So mm. he's a handful and he keeps us on our toes. And even so, we love him. Yeah, We're grateful for yeah, him. We, we do love him. I, I make sure to tell him when I when I put him to bed, even if I'm still mad as hell at him about something and he's mad at me. Mm-hmm. Like the other night when I said good night and he said, I'm not saying that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you don't have to. Oh, that is great. Yeah. 
No, I always tell them on a regular basis, I love you forever, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And when we have a little bit of time, I always say, I love you when I'm happy with you. I love you when I'm angry with you. I love you when I'm sad with you. I love you when I'm proud of you. Yeah, I, I make sure to tell him too when, when he's making me mad. I can't let you do that because I love you and I have to take care of you. Which is really hard when you're physically restraining your child who's trying to charge at you and kick you and bite you and I love you so much well, I can't let you hurt me right now. I yeah. You you do say that. When he's charging at me I don't say much. But when he's starting to get frustrated and he might still hear my words, I say this is why we have to do this. That makes sense. Yeah, and if we're lucky, at that point, he starts to at least argue with us. Mm -hmm. and, and that puts him in a different part of his brain. Yes, because then he's at least attempting to be rational. Attempting. The look on his face, friends. The look on his face. <laughs> he doesn't use logic with his rational. Well, that's the developmental oh. delay. He has toddler logic, dear. Yes, I know. But he has some of the verbiage of his age. And I've often said to other people who start talking to him and say, well, but if you do that, this will happen. And he's like, oh, no, it won't. <laughs> and I tell them. He sounds like an eight-year-old. Don't try to use logic on him. <laughs> You'll be sorry. He has eight-year-old words. He does not have eight-year-old brain. No. But he can read. Um, oh my gosh, he can read. That's so book. exciting. Which again is... He was reading words like there. And then he could read there, but he couldn't read here, which is just how he is. It is. And that's part of the way that kids with that particular set of special needs learn to read. They don't always learn by phonemes and graphemes. They learn by sight words and associating concepts with the picture of the word. Yes, and he says that a lot. Oh, that's one of my sight words. Mm -hmm. Like, that makes some kind of sense to him. So Yes, yeah. it does. That's and why the flashcards are yes. our thing for his The flashcards are good, and the thing in his neuropsych eval that you referenced earlier, where it says, do not decrease or remove services if he shows improvement. It's showing that what you're doing is working. So don't quit. It's sort of like telling a depressed person, you feel better now. You can quit your meds, right? Right. It's working. Keep going. Well, I think if they do the testing and he doesn't qualify for the current services, that they will have to use resources and then I will make them test him again mm -hmm. when it's time before he falls behind. Yes. That way, when they test him again, he is likely to qualify. He might not qualify right now, but I'm glad that they're going to put him in the counseling group. Yes, I think that will be a good thing for him. It didn't much benefit his older brother. Number one did not much benefit from counseling group because he has logic, but he has absolutely zero self-awareness skills, self-assessment skills. He's willing to use logic when it refers to the world outside of his brain, but taking responsibility for his own choices and his own interactions interpersonally were not working for him. Well, there is one more option we can try for him. 
with uh, an autism social group. Yes. So, but we're going to wait a little bit and see what he's doing with his current therapeutic approach. Yes. Yeah. That's that so far. On and on and on about kids, and my voice is totally wrong. I'm sorry that your voice is still totally wrong. I don't know how much of that has to do with being sick, how much of it has to do with the fact that there were honey in those lemon bars, how much of it has to do with some weird testosterone thing. It's hard to tell what's going on exactly. There's a fair chance the honey, because it is very, very sweet, and there was a lot of honey in those lemon bars, they were paleo, so... You know, they had less ingredients. However, they had plenty of honey. The next recipe of of lemon bars is going to have a stevia-type sweetener. And and then I can see if there's a difference Mm -hmm. in the meantime. Eat them lemon bars, baby. (laughs) I could try not eating them for a few days and put them in the freezer and see if it changes. But, But I was also very, very tired. You were. You've been a little under the weather. You felt really warm earlier today. You had chills, and I felt you, and you felt a little bit feverish. Yeah, and then I was too warm later. Right. Who knows? So, is that it? That could be it. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! But that means that... My wife forgot to turn the furnace off. Phone go. You had two of them in your pocket. I did. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's going to take a minute to turn off. But it's did you, you actually had to use the device on the wall, huh? I did actually have to use the device <laughs> on the wall. Instead of looking for the remote control. The heater is on. And I could not turn it off with my phone. Damn it. It'll be too noisy, huh? It will be. So I'm thinking it's good that kids are getting their services and their needs met, but people are looking at a piece of paper and assuming that that's all they need to know about a kid. Right. That's where I'm headed with that thought. And I'm telling you now to remind myself so that when I start talking again, I don't say, wait, what? I hope it works. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you talking to the microphone when you don't feel well. You're welcome. No, I'm not. Well, trying to be polite. (laughs) You should really take it. (laughs) Oh, I'll take it, all right. (laughs) 